He was a colonel. She was a dance teacher. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can I make it any, any more, more obvious? obvious? Hello, hello, hello. 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 <laughs> my brain was not ready for that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm there? blanking right now. I'm actually really excited to talk about this movie. Yeah. I had ice cream for dinner. Ooh, nice. I also had ice cream today. Wow, look at us. Yeah. We love it. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I'm doing great. Yeah. (laughs) What what is it? It's like healthy, wealthy something. I don't know. I don't know what the third one is. I don't know either. My go-to is usually I'm living, laughing, and loving. Mm-hmm. La- that's that's a cozy one. That's a classic. Yeah. When you were in uh, school, I I don't know if they would have had this in China, but maybe Singapore. Did you ever see the Got Milk ads? Yes, I actually did a project about the Got Milk ads when I was in elementary school. Oh my gosh! No way. Yeah. So I don't know. It seems so weird now that I think about it. But in the fifth grade, we had to do this like project all about like marketing and like advertising <laughs> i think it was to like teach they were us trying media to make into little girl bosses <laughs> honestly i think it was just because they wanted us to be like media literate and not just like fall yeah. for ads and kind of like understand how they work <laughs> oh babe do i fall for ads it's, yeah do i ever my god <laughs> but um my partner and i we picked got milk because we we're like mm-hmm. oh they're using all these celebrities to like sell like dairy Mary product Kate and ashley mm-hmm. kelly clarkson mm-hmm. hillary duff anyone who was anyone had a got milk ad and if you didn't fire your agent because they're not booking you the jobs you need to be booking yeah so i'm i'm very familiar with with got milk all i was gonna say about it is like we do a got milk ad but instead it's like got ice cream and it's just mm. us like enjoying ice cream <laughs> yeah any ice cream brands out there that want to sponsor us uh our dms are open who would be like name your top three dream sponsors just in outside of ice cream or ice cream only? <laughs> no outside of ice cream please um okay hmm i don't know i feel like everything that i'm thinking of is in like the beauty kind of space yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know what are your what are your top brands i think like for me mm-hmm. number one and i don't know why this is like so strong for me because i don't even know if they do like brand ambassadors whatever native deodorant i've used it that for was not so what i was long. thinking <laughs> i'm just like i will sing your praises I feel like we could absolutely smash like an underwear mm. or like an intimates thing, like right. third love or mm. uh, parachute or something else. But I will be honest, I've never bought parachute underwear and I probably no, never yeah. will. <laughs> and I don't know, like Target, like is that mm. possible? Uh, that That is it's a pretty corporate. That is a big one. I Something like kitsch, like the hair stuff. Oh, yeah. That could be cute. Mm-hmm. Dyson, do you want to sponsor us? You want to give us Dysons? <laughs> give us air Dyson wraps? Dyson air wraps, baby. <laughs> Con Air sponsorship. That would have been insane in the 2000s. Mm. Oh, yeah. That would have been huge. But 
I'll have to I'll have to ruminate. Mm-hmm. I can just hear our names being crossed off a list somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> Um, anyways, I guess we should talk about this movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. We've been meaning to do this movie for a minute. Like, I feel like we've talked about it for a while. Mm -hmm. And we're finally getting back to basics. Like, I love doing a DCOM. I love doing a tight 90. Absolutely. Today we're covering the 2002 classic, Gotta Kick It Up. Yes, this was my first watch. I did not see this growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know how. I just like missed it. There's a lot of like the early DCOMs. Oh no, I know how I missed it. I was living in China and did not have television. Uh, That's how yeah, I missed yeah, yeah. it. Because <laughs> I yeah, yeah Cause I was you're still six. There. Yeah. Yes. So. That's exactly how I missed it. But I did like <laughs> I did watch the first maybe like 15 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. At some point last year, my roommate was like, oh my gosh, you've never seen it. Let's put it on. Yeah. And then like it was late at night or we like were falling asleep and we turned it off. So I never finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was quite quite the ride, I will say. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy that America Ferreira is just like being her – teenage self in this Mm -hmm. movie and now she's like so insanely famous especially after barbie yeah i've been an america ferrera stan for as long as i've known of her yeah existence on this planet um i'm a hardcore ugly betty lover to this day Mm -hmm. so always delighted when i get to see her in literally anything she's really funny Mm -hmm. like she has a great sense for comedy and i just loved her in uh the sisterhood of the traveling pants i oh thought she gosh. was so like yeah. earnest and just vulnerable and i was like enthralled by her performance yeah i did i'll i'll say it. i don't know if i've said it before i did see her at a city md mm. i don't think it was peak pandemic but it was definitely a time when everyone was still wearing masks so at first i was like oh my god like, I can't tell. But then it became clear when she, like, got closer and she was there with, like, her son and I assume her husband. And the clinic had just closed because it, like, closed back then, like, pretty early. And you really – you had to make an appointment online. And, like, it was, like, hard to get in because of COVID. And so I had to make an appointment. And then she walks in. And granted, her child was sick, like – any mother would do this but she was like can i please like come in and they let her in yeah <laughs> are you gonna turn down america ferrera america sweetheart absolutely not america ferrera no <laughs> exactly exactly so you tell us a little bit about uh your experience with this film because this is one you watched growing up well obviously like i'm puerto rican but the way that they portrayed the women in this film it's they're all like Spanish. They don't really say like if someone's Ecuadorian, if someone's Mexican, like it's not really delved into, but they all have different life experiences. Like Daisy is dating this guy and it feels like she's growing up really fast and like making all her life choices as a ninth grader. Um, Esmeralda is like kind of, I don't know, she's like, a part of a family who expects a lot from her and for her to dedicate a lot of her time to like 
taking care of her brother and cooking, cleaning, Mm -hmm. and, like, dance is so, like, important to her. And all these different storylines, I just felt, like, really was, like, a refreshing breath of, like, you know, a wide array of, like, different Latina experiences. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this is so cool. (laughs) And also the story is cool because I have always loved to dance and – that's the whole, like, the dance team is, like, the big crux of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I just love it. And it's so, like, inspiring and stuff. Granted, there are, like, pitfalls of this movie, especially with being from the early 2000s. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's always just had, like, a special place in my heart. I think it's, like, a lovely film. Yeah. Um. I did read this article. I think it was like a Refinery29 article or something. I read that one too. Yeah, yeah, of basically being like, this movie has not aged well, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, yes, obviously. Nothing has. This does have like a white savior lens to it. Yeah. Obviously. And that sucks, of course. But I don't know. It's It sounds like this movie was really important to a lot of people in a time where there was not a lot of representation so mm-hmm. I think it, it you know, deserves its flowers for the good things that it has brought into the world. And, like, if it was made today, I'm sure it would be made very differently. And, like, right, of course, most likely it would be a Latina teacher who is leading this dance troupe and whatnot. So, yeah. And the, yeah. the other thing um, I remember from the article was, like, that there isn't a variety of skin tones mm. amongst the like Latin, like I guess the school in general, but like specifically like the main featured characters yeah. are all on the lighter skin side. But I mean, th- again, like that definitely wasn't a conversation that was being had in the 2000s and definitely should have been in the movie. Like mm-hmm. there are so many um, people that I've met who are Hispanic, like or Spanish, um, who – or Latin. I don't know what the – I'm just going to say Spanish. I'm just going to say Spanish. But people who are like, for example, Dominican and they're, they have really dark skin. And then there are people who – they're Puerto Rican. Uh, their parents are Puerto Rican. Their grandparents are Puerto Rican. And they have extremely white skin. Like it's really just like a wide breath. There's so many people who are Latin. Like look so, so different. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the the movie itself is just so like wholesome and sweet. And then there's like a little edge to it. Yeah, there's some like darker undertones where yeah. I kept forgetting that they were in middle school because Me too. I'm like the whole like chewy that was storyline was crazy for a decom. Dude. Dude. When <laughs> we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it, but there were times when I was like chewy. Mhm. My man, I need you to calm down. I need you to take a step back. Yeah, yeah. I need you to take a breath. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Well, before – because we obviously have much to discuss. Before we get into it, uh, really there's no numbers because, again, TV movie. Right. Uh, There's almost no information (laughs) online about this film. Uh, It is inspired by a true story, though. Mm-hmm. It's inspired by Megan Cole, who is actually one of the producers on the movie. Her real experiences working with Teach for America at Nimitz High School, where she started the school's competitive dance program. 
So one of a, a small handful of decoms in tr- inspired by a true story. Yeah. A good old fashioned decom uh, about sports that was inspired by a true story. <laughs> yeah. Basically every movie from that time period except Luck of the Irish was a true story inspired sports movie. <laughs> 2000s big into competitive sports like every kids movie teen movie is all about sports Mm -hmm. or like shrinking or maybe i'm thinking of the 90s i'm thinking of like honey i shrunk the 90s was big into transformative magic yeah science yeah (laughs) i hesitate to call it science yeah yeah true true yeah wow Shall we do a little dance step right into it? Yeah, let's kick kick ourselves right into it. (laughs) Kick my ass right into the movie. (laughs) We're back at school. It is the first day at Thurgood Marshall Middle School. Is that a president? Is that like real that schools in the U.S. are named after presidents? Oh my God, for sure. I, I thought you meant, that. like, is there a good Marshall or president? I was going to be like, sweetie. Because <laughs> the only reason that I know that is because of, I think it's like Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Because mm. they went to Polk Middle School, like James Dude, Polk, right? Do you know the middle schools in my town? What? Washington Middle School and Lincoln Middle School. That's so weird. Why do you guys do that? It's <laughs> so strange. Thomas Edison Middle School. Well, that's not a, a president, but like yeah. a famous Jefferson, yeah. maybe is what you're thinking of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, in my school district, too, like they're all named after like, you know, a senator. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're proud that's of their weird. history. <laughs> Well, the the crazier thing is in the South, and they have, like, general, you know, like, Confederate general oh my God. named. Yeah, yeah. Well, and in, ho- in that, some places that's changing now, but, right. like, yeah, like, literally with statues and everything. Like, it's insane. Damn, that's um, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, if you're from the South, DM us about some crazy What was shit. the name of your middle school? Oh, yeah, maybe your middle school. They're like a racist man in a hat. Yeah. Middle school. <laughs> so we're back. We're at Thurgood Marshall, and we see this big sign too. It's like Bienvenidos, like big Spanish population, big Latin population. Mm-hmm. And who do we see walking through the halls but Miss America Ferreira? And she goes to the little school store, and she's like, can I get a notebook, pen, ruler, and peanut butter cups? And I'm like, amazing. A woman (laughs) after my own heart. You know what I just did right before we started recording? I ate my last two Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. And now I'm officially out. So um, You're going to get more. Matt is going to have to bring me a Trader Joe's haul for sure. Yeah. So she gets her peanut butter cups, and as Yolanda walks away – that's her character, Yolanda yes. – <laughs> walks away, she accidentally drops the peanut butter cups, and this bully with her chunky, chunky, chunky shoe mm-hmm. and her cargo pants just stomps on it, and she's like, is this a part of your diet? And, of course, we had the 
toxic mm-hmm. what what's it called like body dysmorphia like yeah just general fat phobic comments right yeah. right so daisy comes over our protagonist and she tells her to beat it and this girl leaves and yolanda's like hey what's up and she's like, just kicking it, first day back blues. <laughs> and I'm like, the way I thought Daisy was the coolest girl in existence. Right. Like, I wanted to be her so badly. Oh, I, I could see that for sure. Like, yeah, just a gorgeous middle school gal with a little bit of an attitude problem yeah. <laughs> who can dance. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, over in the school parking lot, we see – Miss Heather Bartlett, played by Broadway legend Miss Susan Egan. Yeah. Uh, You may also recognize her as the voice of Meg in Hercules. Mm -hmm. And I can never, like, divorce those two in my mind. Like, the whole time I'm hearing Susan Egan's voice, I'm, like, seeing Meg in my head because I've just watched that movie. She's a great voice. Oh, so good. Um, unfortunately, though, and we were talking about this before we started recording, somebody in that hair department had it <laughs> they out. They did her dirt. They had it out for Susan because what the hell did they do to my girl? What is on her head? What the hell even is that? <laughs> it is atrocious. It's so, like, it. it's, I don't even have the words to describe it. It's so thick and the bangs are so bad. And it's Wait, let the me, worst shade of red. I need you to rank, which is like first, second, and third place, okay? Miss mm-hmm. Bartlett's wig, okay? Right. Oh, God, what's her name? In Twilight, Bella's wig. In Eclipse, that wig that they put on her? Yeah. Okay. And Dua Lipa's wig in the Barbie movie. Well, Dua Lipa's wig in the Barbie movie is like a party city wig that they threw on her <laughs> the last minute. And, like, that in the world of, like, in Barbie land, I'm like, you know what? I can make that work in my head. I can suspend my disbelief. We're not in reality. The hair is looking crazy left and right. So that's fine. I think this is worse than the Bella wig in a class. Yeah, her hair looks great. Her, sorry, her hair does not look great. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Yeah, it looks amazing. Those those micro bangs look amazing on her (laughs) Yeah, they they did her dirty, and I just want to know who she pissed off in the hair department that they did that to her. Anyways. <laughs> I agree. So she arrives in her cool little, like, green convertible. Mm-hmm. It's giving, I'm from the big city. But she then, you know, puts on her little blazer and goes into the school. And while walking through the halls, she bumps into a student, Alyssa, because uh, she's like, trying to find directions for the administration building and Alyssa sets her straight. So first day for everybody, including Miss Bartlett. So then we go back to Yolanda and Daisy. They're in the quad before class and they're dancing to some music on a boombox. 7 a.m. on a Monday. (laughs) When I tell you like I would roll up to class at 7 a.m. on a Monday, like dead on arrival (laughs) like how do you have the energy like you must be getting great sleep ladies and they're just doing choreo right and early 
uh, they're like dancing. There's like a whole crowd and the song ends and they're like, all right, who has the next cut? So Esmeralda comes up to them mm-hmm. and she's like, I've got it. And Daisy's like, who let you like who let you give us this dumb girly music? <laughs> and Esmeralda's like, who made you like the queen of good music? And then Daisy's like, as long as I've got the moves, I'll be picking the tunes. Damn. <laughs> and like you'd think that sound dumb, but the way she says it, I'm like, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, I don't I can't argue with logic. I don't have the moves. <laughs> so I can't pick the tunes, okay? <laughs> oh, so we then go to principal's office. We meet our principal. He is disciplining some kids and he tells the student to focus on his schoolwork and the, the kids like, "Yes, Colonel Zavala." So that's when Miss Bartlett asked the secretary if he was in the military, and she's like, yeah, he was, and he will not let the students forget it. So Zavala then goes up to Bartlett and is like, oh, I'm surprised that you showed. And we get our first mention of the internet, which is a very big deal. <laughs> the web. The World Wide Web. Yeah. Miss <laughs> Bartlett says, well, once you've seen a dot-com company crash and burn – this should be easy in comparison. And if, you, if you're if you trying to black out, take a shot every time she says dot .com job or like dot yeah, .com Yeah, or like company. the web or yeah. like, yeah, internet company. Gotta get me one um, of those internet jobs, see? Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the classroom and it is filled with kids talking. And the same boy who Zavala told to pull up his pants starts like hitting a beat on his desk. He's like, and Daisy's like, that's tight. And they like join in and they're like. <laughs> and Alyssa's like, guys, like we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> like Alyssa, the class hasn't even begun. Yeah. <laughs> and Yolanda gets up and dances when Miss Bartlett walks in. And she like takes this moment to assert her authority. She whistles like at like a football game type whistle. Mm -hmm. Everyone sits down and she tells them that she is their new bio teacher. And they literally heckle (laughs) this woman. They're like... Kids are so mean. Yeah, they're like, boo. Um, And she's like, can anyone tell me what biology is? And some kid's like, a royal pain. Someone else is like, a waste of time. And she's like, it's the study of living organisms and vital processes. And some students start like yawning and Daisy's like, and why should we care? (laughs) So the class is like, (laughs) and Daisy gets up and she like starts dancing. And that's when Zavala comes in and he's like, attention. And Daisy gets two weeks of detention and she's like, sir. And he's like, and two more for insubordination. Damn. So before he leaves, he tells Bartlett, an effective leader seizes control of her troops immediately. Yeah, there's truly not enough money in the world uh, that would ever entice me to deal with middle school children. That's tough. Like a middle school? Yeah. Yeah. 
Middle school, way worse than high school. People are way meaner in middle school. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know if this is the case for, like, just certain schools in Connecticut, at least. Mm -hmm. Like, ninth grade was in high school. Same. Okay. In my school. Yeah, middle was six, eight. Jesus. Six, seven, and eighth grade. (laughs) Six, eight, seven. (laughs) Did I graduate middle school? Who knows? (laughs) So after class, Yolanda tells Alyssa that Miss Renee retired, so it looks like there's not going to be a dance team this year. And Alyssa can't believe it. She's like, I need it for college applications. And we have to remind ourselves once again that they are in middle school. And it, it just doesn't make sense to me that this movie isn't set in high school, I guess because it's like supposed to be for a younger audience. But I feel like so many things in the story are pointing it to being set in high school. Yeah, I feel like they could easily be like sophomore, juniors. Yeah. Because between like the boyfriend and the like figuring out your life stuff. Yeah. It it yeah. So Yolanda then calls her poor thing in Spanish, but Alyssa tells her that Esmeralda is the one who's gonna freak out. She's been waiting to join this dance team since the second grade. Oh, Esmeralda. Oh, Esmeralda. (laughs) The sweet, oblivious Esmeralda. Yeah. So we see Esmeralda. She's in her room listening to her music box as she brushes her hair. And she clearly is like a big daydreamer, although we Mm -hmm. don't really delve into that much. But we see this like beautiful mural on her wall of these women dancing and she's very obsessed with this music box and as she's just having this like moment of peace her little brother comes in takes her music box and hides it under the kitchen table and their mom is like esmeralda like did you give him breakfast because she's like hey like he took my things And they're like, but did you feed him? I'm like, he's not a dog. (laughs) So then her dad comes in, who, if anyone's ever seen the George Lopez show, he was Ernie Cardenas. And um, he comes in. He's like, hey, give your sister her music box back now. And he tells Esmeralda, he's like, you'd think that thing was made of gold. And she just like smiles to herself and like takes it back to her room and looks at the mural on her wall. She's a girl with dreams. Yeah. Meanwhile, Daisy gets out of her house where a car is waiting for her. And who is in that car but her boyfriend, Chewy? (laughs) This doesn't feel right. Yeah. So for doing the math here, he would have to be at least 16 years old. Yeah. And she's 13 or 14, maybe 14. It's not feeling great to me. Dude, I I was under lock and key. Yeah. At that age. Oh, for sure. So I just can't imagine it. But, you know, please. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, he comes to pick her up and she's like, yeah, school is such a drag. You're so lucky that your parents let you drop out. And I was like, whoa, was not expecting this from a Disney Channel original movie. These are some mature themes. It's pretty gritty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, 
you know, I tried, but I just couldn't hack the school thing. But, you know, working isn't that much better. You still have to answer to a boss and customers. I'm like, yeah, dude. It sucks. That's the grind of life. Stay in school as long as you can, dude. (laughs) Get your master's. Get your PhD. Get a second bachelor's. Get another PhD. Just keep that ball rolling. (laughs) If you keep amassing debt, they'll never catch up to you. Exactly. So... Daisy's like, yeah, well, as soon as I can, I'm going to be out in the world with you. And he's like, well, don't tell your mom because she already thinks I'm a bad influence. I wonder why she would possibly (laughs) think that. But anyways, he asks her to hang out after school. but She has to tell him that she has detention for a month. And he's like, whoa, like the record for the longest amount of detention that I had was four months, but I weaseled my way out of it. You should just ask to do an extracurricular activity instead. Hmm. So, in the office, Esmeralda peeks at a super top secret file. <gasps> it's just Miss Bartlett's file. Yeah. <laughs> but she approaches Zavala and she's like, so, um, Miss Bartlett graduated from Juilliard and received a dance scholarship. What? You know, she would make an excellent dance coach, like... Maybe you could force her to do it. (laughs) And Zavala's like, I don't have that power. But Esmeralda does ask him to talk to her. And he's like, okay, I'll see what I can do. So he does approach Miss Bartlett about her dance background. And she's like, oh, that was a long time ago. I don't know about that. (laughs) He tells her about the ninth grade dance team and that the team isn't so great, but the girls are counting on it, and they're really enthusiastic. They just need a coach. And she says, dancing is a part of my past. How mysterious. <laughs> I was, like, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know, Miss Bartlett turns out to just be a cautionary tale for all. Yeah. But he tells her that studies have shown that after-school activities can keep students out of gangs and other dangerous activities. She still isn't convinced and says that she should just focus on the students in her classroom first. And I'm like, true, because you are not doing well as a teacher so far. That is a fact. Because you don't seem to, like, have any sort of teaching certification (laughs) or anything qualifying you to teach biology necessarily. Like, you worked in tech and now you're here. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) So later on, Esmeralda approaches Miss Bartlett, and she's like, um, did Zavala talk to you about our dance team? <laughs> and she's like, well, I think I should just, you know, focus on my students in the classroom until I'm more proficient in the role that I was hired for. <laughs> and Esmeralda's like, listen, um, I'm a nerd. No one likes me. I can teach you (laughs) how some of the popular teachers do it. And Bartlett's like, oh, yeah, that would actually be, like, very helpful. And she's like, okay, if you'll coach, I will help you. Everyone wins. I I feel like I forgot that this is how the dance team comes to be. Yeah. Because they kind of drop this whole, like, yeah, Esmeralda is going to teach her how to be a good teacher thing. From this point on. Oh, well, we never see that happen no. for sure. No. But like she does, we see a scene later on where they have like a relay race type of thing yeah. in the biology class. But like they never, there's never a moment where Esmeralda's shown with her. No, never. So 
We then hear the grand announcement that the dance team tryouts are happening tomorrow in the gym. And Daisy asks them what the deal is with the dance team. And Yolanda reminds her that every time she's brought up the dance team, she's hated the idea and said, losers are us. Classic. Classic 2000s (laughs) insult. I am very pro bringing back just the old chestnuts. Like, calling someone a loser will always hit. If you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's a loser. (laughs) We'll always cut deep. (laughs) He's never winning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she's like, you know. It could have an upside. You could develop some school pride. But Zavala then calls Esmeralda over and asks if maybe Daisy would be a good addition to the dance team. And Esmeralda's like, you know, you can't deny her moves. And Zavala says, okay, Daisy, but the first complaint that I hear, you're out of here. But uh, yeah, as they've now struck a deal, she can avoid her detention by joining the dance team. Finally, we have the dance team tryouts, and the ladies are all in the gym waiting for Miss Bartlett, but Daisy is tired of waiting. She's like, all right, I'm going to bounce and meet up with Chewy, my boyfriend, who dropped out. <laughs> yeah. And Miss <laughs> Bartlett walks in and asks if she's going back to detention, and Daly- Daisy's like, let me sit my ass back down. <laughs> so... Bartlett stands in front of them and tells them that the dance team will have rules. So gym clothes, white socks, clean tennis shoes are required. We see, like, some girls leave. This girl goes, I'm not going to scrub my sneaks. (laughs) She keeps going and tells them they have to come to every every practice on time. Just, like, on cue, Esmeralda shows up late because she had to – like bring her brother home or something. She says, no one can have a failing grade, no jewelry, no dark lipstick, no long painted fingernails. But by the end of all the rules, there are about nine people left. And Miss Bartlett's like, okay, you'll each have a minute to perform your choreography. Please don't try to go over. Thank you. (laughs) So Zavala comes in with the entire ass basketball team. And she's like, what's up? Uh, (laughs) We are holding tryouts. It's like this like weird back and forth. She's surprised that he's the basketball coach. He tells her that he was saying if they don't have a little faith in these kids, how can they expect them to believe in themselves? And she's like, yeah, I'm here, aren't I? Can you leave and practice somewhere else? (laughs) So weird vibes in the gym. For I sure. also was like, are they setting up a romance between the it two kind of them? Of, right? It kind of feels like that sometimes, but yeah. there are no adult romances. No, they don't cross that line. But I was like, hmm, what is this like will they, won't they, enemies to lovers kind of vibe they have going? Oh, yeah. But I feel like Savala's married. Yeah. Just in my, in my gut. I'm like, he was a colonel. She was a dance teacher. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I make it any, any more, more obvious? obvious. So Zavala tells them that they need the gym and Bartlett turns to the girls and tells them, like, dance team has been canceled. Sorry. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy jump. (laughs) But Zavala's like, no, I'm not going to let you make it this easy. We can share the gym. So Alyssa puts in her CD and is about to start dancing when 
a basketball hits the boombox, breaking it in half. And Bartlett is like, okay, why don't you have the gym? Like, we need a CD player. Yeah, because obviously the basketball team cannot practice anywhere else. They need the baskets. So the ladies relocate to the garage, which is also something that, like, baffles me about American schools, that there are, like, full-ass mechanic garages in there. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the school, but if if there is a program for mechanics, then mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. Because I remember seeing that in High School Musical and being like, why is there an auto shop in the high school? Wow. That's where Chewy learned. There you go. So the girls are playing their audition songs off of a car stereo. Mm-hmm. And it's in classic Disney Channel form. They are trying to convince us that like some real cringy dancing is like cool dancing up to the point where I actually can't tell what's supposed to be bad dancing and what's supposed to be good dancing during this montage. I thought it was all supposed to be bad. Because, like, at some point, she's, like, kind of smiling and nodding along. And then at other points, she's, like, cringing. I'm like, what is what? Because it all looks bad to me. But Mm -hmm. in any case, Marisol does a little dance in costume. Uh, Yolanda does this hip-hop-esque routine in her dungarees. Uh, Alyssa does a little Broadway style, like Grease esque routine. It sounds like uh, Garage Band preset music. Esme does a more like interpretive dance to an R&B song. It's emotional. She's dropped in. Why did that one feel like? choreography that we had to do in college uh because it probably was it's <laughs> like rolling on the floor <laughs> reaching for god knows what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so after this little audition montage bartlett is like okay everyone nice work daisy um i already know you can dance so i don't even need to see you audition but what i don't know is if you can be a part of a team Ooh, burn. And Daisy said, what the fuck is that supposed to mean, Bartlett? And she says, there are no divas allowed on my team. We all need to work together and help each other improve. And if I'm giving up my time to be here, then you all need to be as serious and dedicated as I am. Because I compete to win. Mm. And she says, see you all on the track tomorrow at 3.30 sharp. And if you plan to be late, don't come at all. Damn. Yeah. So we go to the first dance team practice where they are, in fact, running on the track. And after completing another lap, um, the ladies ask Bartlett, what now? And she's like, one more lap. And Daisy's like, I remember signing up for the dance team, um, not the track team. But Bartlett's like, okay, we need this to build up stamina. Yoli's like, hey, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but we have a competition in two and a half weeks. And Bartlett's like, yep, I know. We're going to figure out the routine when the time comes. And Yolanda's like, listen, I know the one they did two years ago. Like my sister taught me. And she's like, do, 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 do. (laughs) 
And Esme's like, oh, this is tired. And Marisol's like, something with more flesh. And Daisy's like, something with more flesh. <laughs> and Bartlett's like, no. <laughs> and demonstrate a move. And Daisy scoffs. And she's like, okay, what are your ideas? So Daisy demonstrates this like routine. And Alyssa's like, I'm never going to be able to move like that. Then Esme comes up and she's like, you're just showing off. And they all get into this argument. So Daisy actually successfully breaks this up and she's mm -hmm. like, all right, like you've made your point. Like yeah. we don't know how to work together. Yeah. And Bartlett's like, okay, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to think about the routine internally um, while you give me another lap. She's like, I'm just going to kind of flesh it out in my mind's eye. So we go to the locker room and the girls find their pom-poms in a locker just with a bunch of dust flying just out the, of that box. the dustiest, mustiest little box. Yeah. I also, like, didn't really realize that, like, what exactly dance team is in mm -hmm. American high schools. Like, I was picturing, like, dance as I know it. <laughs> Not like a cheerleading style dance, which is what this is. Mm -hmm. So when they brought out pom-poms, I was very confused. I was like, yeah, but this isn't cheer. But it seems like dance team is a very specific type of dance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are different ones. Like if your school had like a, a, like a contemporary dance team or mm -hmm. something. But I would say for the most part, it's – the dance team at a school is giving like halftime dancers mm. at a sports competition right. where it's right. kind of like – where it's like they're supposed to be skilled dancers. It's not really about stunts, but it still has that feel of like I'm doing big moves, like go team. And in a more sophisticated sense, you could equate it to like um, the Rockettes. Right, right. Because it's – when I was watching the performances, I was like, oh, this is like the dancing style that we see in cheerleading, just without mm -hmm. the the lifts and the flips and the stunts like that. Yeah. So that was, you know, the new thing that I learned that day was <laughs> what competitive dance looks like in the American My school system. One new thing. Yeah. That I like to I like to learn a new fact every day yeah. and a new word. <laughs> Living, laughing, loving, and learning. There we go. <laughs> The fourth L. <laughs> yes. So as they're looking at these musty, dusty pom-poms, Marisol says it's better than nothing. And Daisy is like, what happened to our old team uniforms? They're somehow missing. People are looking for them. But until then, they have to wear their gym uniforms at the competition. Yeah, they're not thrilled about that. <laughs> yeah, everybody groans because apparently only the poor skules wear their gym uniforms at competitions. They would you say the pure? The the poor skills. Uh. <laughs> That's the um Marsha Brady pronunciation of school. Skill. Oh. <laughs> no. And honestly though, they do they do have costumes or costumes, uniforms, whatever you want to yeah. call them. But um yeah, they're clearly not like well funded yeah. over here. Definitely. But I did like the fact that it – I don't – personally, I don't think they portrayed it as, like, some, like, 
dirt poor, right. like, freedom writers type yeah. of situation, which I appreciated. Like, I appreciated the fact that they, like, Marisol, clearly, like, English is her second language. Mm-hmm. But she's, like, you know, learning, and she's, like, clearly very smart. They're not, like – I don't think that they make her look stupid. She's just, like, learning English, obviously. Yeah. And then Alyssa is, like, her parents are very strict, and they're, like, you need to get into college. Like, when you go to to their house, like, it it looks very nice and stuff. So there was a lot of different experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So Daisy says that with or without the uniforms – they're going to be toast because their routine is safe and boring. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And Bartlett is like, well, actually, I think it's better to start out modestly. And Daisy's just like, oh, you're the coach, I guess. I love how Daisy's like, I would be a better coach. Yeah. <laughs> She's low-key like, this, this lady's dumb. Yeah. Daisy is not hurting for confidence at all. The confidence on this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I think that's. Something I envy about people who, um, I don't know if like popular is the right word, but there are definitely people who I knew in high school who like, for many reasons, I like did not want to be them, but I would be like, damn, if I was just like that cool. Mm. <laughs> if I was just if that, I was just that assured. Cool. <laughs> yeah, assured. <laughs> um, I was so disliked in school <laughs> really that's like oh my god yeah. surprising to me i've never told you this no yeah, anyone who i've gone to high school with can tell you that i was like just like and i i don't know maybe it was i was definitely annoying to an extent right <laughs> but i think it might have been the fact that like i always rose my hand like i really wasn't shy uh. about doing that i was like really into theater but i was like Because I wanted to go to college and get a scholarship. So I was, like, really intense about it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, people didn't like me. So whatever. They're lost, (laughs) Now I'm famous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny because when I was dating someone who who was from my hometown, like, people said to him, like, oh, you're dating her? Like, I'm just kind of surprised. Like, Damn, geez. <laughs> I just remember her being like intense or like one time I went to a wedding with him and there was – we were sitting at a table of people like he knew he was friends with them. But mm-hmm. like I went to high school with one of them and he's like, this kid, this kid who didn't hold it against me, but he was like, yeah, I remember talking to you like in high school. You called me a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> and I'd do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Call it like I see it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know why I started talking about this. Oh, because Daisy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy, I was more like Esmeralda, to be honest. Mm. But was I? I was probably more like Alyssa. Yeah. She's like normal. Yeah. <laughs> She's normal. I was like, I need to get good grades. I want to make sure I can go to a good college. Like, Yeah. I was also, of course, very intense about theater because I, too, wanted to study it. So what are you going to do? It's one of those things where it's, like, you can't just be – like, if you want to go to the next level. Like, yeah. It's not like they're, like, oh, sign up for uh, the playwriting class after school. Like, that's not easily accessible. Either yeah. you go to a school that has, like, a good drama program or, like, you kind of, like, 
make your own thing and you, you yeah. like figure it out. You're like, can I go to this summer camp or like do this thing? Yeah, because especially so. with like he want to go to a BFA program. It's not like applying to other programs. You're like, I want to study biology, for example. Right. You just, you know, you got to get the grades in your high school biology class. And like, that's really all there is to it. But if you want to <laughs> go to a BFA program, you have to like live and breathe theater. Cause like, yeah, you have to not only have, you know, grades and stuff, but you have to have like a resume. You have Credits, to a headshot. You have to have two a headshot. monologues contrasting mm-hmm. Shakespearean monologue. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing jewel tones? Mm-hmm. Can you sing a sixteen bars of a song? Mm-hmm. And you get interviewed at your audition. You sit down oh, yeah. and you have a full interview. One of my auditions was forty minutes long. <laughs> forty minutes where I'm just acting and then having to have an interview and talking about myself and about my theatrical aspirations and whatever like it's it's a lot it's very intense so you have to be an intense person about theater and some people that rubs the wrong way oh no absolutely and I think people can take it too far for sure but I I will never forget my audition for the University of Connecticut's BFA program Mm. very like, very good program, very small. I think they only accept nine people each year. Yeah. And um, they <laughs> – like, I was already nervous because I, I didn't want to sing. Like, I hated singing. Yeah. I'm not a singer. And I didn't want to sing for my auditions, but they, like, forced you to. Yeah. Like, it's just a part of it, whatever. But um, I said in my monologue, like, my Shakespearean monologue, and – they're like, we're just gonna like play with it, like just follow oh, me. Yeah. Like, and he like made me. I'm gonna like, give you an adjustment. Shell shock. But he <laughs> got up and like I, re- I will never forget this like moment of like him. I think we were maybe holding hands or just like jumping around mm-hmm. in a circle, and he was like, "And say your monologue, <laughs> like, bro." Yeah. There are people when you're. 18 there are people in your class who don't even want to raise their hand because they don't want to talk and i had to like jump around in front of adults and be like wow this is so helpful yeah Yeah, i i had a similar thing when i auditioned for cal arts um i did my shakespeare monologue yeah after she's like i want to play with it a little and (laughs) (laughs) of course you do bitch of course so She's like, I want you to – so I was doing Constance from King John. It's like a very intense monologue. She's like screaming mm-hmm. about how her son has been – I can't remember if he's been murdered or taken or whatever. Her son is either like – he's gone in some form. Yeah. She's having like a bit of a breakdown. And she's like, so I want you to um, get on the ground, kneel, like get on <laughs> your knees and close your eyes. And the, the teacher's like, I want you to suck me off. <laughs> And then you'll get in. <laughs> Can't confirm that did not happen. But she, she was like, close your eyes, hold your arms out, and like press your fingers slightly as if you're holding a gigantic beach ball. And I want you to slowly, slowly, taking breaths between each word, say, like perform your monologue. So I get through like, I don't know, because I'm doing it so slowly, 
it feels like I'm doing it for an hour. I probably yeah. made it through like two lines until she stopped me and she was like, that's great. So that's actually like, that's how we like to teach uh, Shakespeare at our school. And I was like, I'm like, mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> me being like 17 years old, like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I like to make a ham sandwich. And that's a like, little ditty I like to call California Institute of the Arts. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Do you think the Shakespearean actors, or they were like, I'm just trying not to get the bubonic play? Yeah. <laughs> and she's but, like, pretend you're holding a giant beach ball <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> I'm sure it's just because they want to see how people react to being thrown something crazy. Because, like, Hell Arts is program is very very experimental oh is um, it? yeah so that's like what drew me to it initially mm-hmm. and some more tea about the audition if anyone's planning on auditioning there this is my experience um they had us like fill out a little form in the audition waiting room and we had to write like a mini like paragraph essay about I like that uh like meaningful meaningful like theatrical experience that we've had and we also they asked us to write down the other schools that we were applying to i hate that yeah and i think i lied if i think if a school asked me that i think i lied about yeah it. i didn't lie because i didn't think to lie as a as a 17 <laughs> year old but i did put nyu as the last one mm-hmm just to make it seem like it wasn't my first choice. Oh, I forgot. I <laughs> oh, yeah. And and when you to School of the Arts. Um, but she did, like, call that out in our, like, conversation in, like, the interview portion. She was like, yeah, we're a super experimental program. Like, looking at the other schools you have here, you know, particularly at NYU, they do have an experimental program, but it's not nearly as extensive as ours, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, she did say that. Guess again. Guess what? I ended up going to the experimental theater wing, and it was extremely experimental. Yeah. (laughs) I learned new things about my body. (laughs) Yeah. We all explored each other's bodies. Ever in Fasha? But yeah, that's it's so crazy. It's like hearing the application process other people had yeah. compared to my like first of all, all of this shit, right? And yeah. then additionally, there were times that well, actually maybe we stayed with my grandma. Um, I can't remember. Maybe we stayed with my aunt. Like I was lucky enough to live near where I was applying, but like I auditioned at SUNY Purchase and mm-hmm. I think I stayed at a hotel. My mom drove me. So she had to take time off work. I took time off school, which get me out of there. But like (laughs) it it was a lot. It was a lot of um, like like my mom basically had to like haul me around to all these auditions and shit, right? And there was a snowstorm on the day of my – Yes, I remember that snow because I was in New York at the same time doing those auditions. There was that huge snowstorm. Yeah. So it was like we had to – my mom also, like, love her. She was like, well, we live about we live about two hours away. And so she was like, they're probably going to cancel it. And so we're, like, waiting. It's 8 o'clock. I think the audition's at, like, noon maybe. Yeah. And we're like, um, I'm not getting an email. Like, I don't think it's canceled I end up yeah. arriving, and as they're taking up my group to go audition. Oh, my God. Like, my mom pulled over, let me out, and had to find parking. I would have literally had an aneurysm. <laughs> they were like, oh, are you Mariah? I'm like, 
yeah. And they're like, we're about to take you guys up. Take, we need to take your picture really quick. I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. The stress, the absolute stress. There was one school because I didn't end up applying to any Canadian schools because I had already gotten into the US ones before the Canadian applications were due. Oh, okay. Um, So I didn't end up having to apply, but one of them that I was going to apply to, I don't know if they still do it now, but one of the audition things was you pick a play and you, however you want to interpret this, do the play in, I can't remember if it was like five or 10 minutes or something. What? So yeah, they're like, pick a play and do the play in 10 minutes by yourself. No. No. So that's what they're asking teenagers to do to get into these schools. <laughs> Whereas every other every other program, like you write your common app essay and you send along your transcript and that's it. I, yeah. <laughs> Instead, I was like, I want to embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that brings me to the competition. <laughs> yes. Getting right back on track. <laughs> yes. So the team arrives at the competition in their gym uniforms, which are like booty shorts and a tank top. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not allowed to wear that. No. But as they walk in, they see all of the people in the bleachers, the judges, the trophies, the other teams stretching. They're very professional. And Alyssa introduces her parents to Miss Bartlett. They're like here to cheer them on. And Miss mm-hmm. Bartlett is uneasy. Like she now she's like also like freaked out. Mm-hmm. And her father tells her that Alyssa has high hopes for college. So every extracurricular helps. Then the announcer's like, Marshall Middle School on deck. And Mary Soul's like, on deck. And she's like, we're next. Like, no worries. <laughs> Another team walks in and they cheer. They're like, G O O D L U C K, good luck. And I did think that they were doing it sarcastically. Same. And I was like, Yo, oh, these who are these bitches? bitches? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I, but they actually are just being nice. For sure. I immediately assumed they had bad intentions. I, I feel like I've just seen so many like competitive sports movies where I'm just like, there's right. always that one like, rude school that's gonna like bully the uh, like the underdogs but no they're just like yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're just like hey have fun out there yeah so this team goes on stage they have a phenomenal routine they're in sync great uniforms very seasoned pros at this it seems and that's when <laughs> Yolanda comes up to Miss Bartlett and she's like, um, Esmeralda's sick. <laughs> and I'm like, this was your idea. Yeah. So Miss Bartlett goes and checks up on Esmeralda and she's like, I'm literally going to vomit. But she says, breathe through your nose to fill your lungs because it's probably just nerves. You're going to be fine. So the announcer calls for Marshall Middle School and Esmeralda agrees to go on stage. So Miss Bartlett goes to play their little CD while Daisy leads the team up to the stage. They get in their starting position. And we see also that Principal Zavala has showed up out of curiosity and moral support. And I'm like, again, the romance is right there. But say, Levy. 
Bartlett hits play and the girls start out strong with their routine. But unfortunately, Esmeralda does catch a case of the nerves and she kind of messes up her choreo the girls get all out of sync she ends up accidentally bumping daisy and daisy gets so pissed off that she just like (sighs) storms off the stage so yeah a rough start for the dance team it's not great also daisy has an anger issue for sure absolutely (laughs) she just needs some healthy coping mechanisms some good strategies on how to how to manage when those feelings come up Right, when those urges to murder arise. (laughs) So after the performance, everyone is mad. They're like, we stunk. Daisy quits the dance team. And Alyssa tells Esmeralda that this is the most embarrassing day of her life. And her parents are here. (laughs) Like the cherry on top. Yeah. And Alyssa's parents come out. They're like, you guys did fine. You know, there were first-time jitters. He says, Rome wasn't built in a day. (laughs) And as they get onto the bus, Daisy, she's just, like, fuming next to the door of the bus when she sees Miss Bartlett. Yeah. She, like, gets on. And um, Esmeralda is walking with Miss Bartlett, and she's like, I know we pressured you into coaching, but if you totally hate it, and Bartlett's like, I don't hate it. And she's like, well, that's how it seems. Jeez. You know, don't take this. I know. She's like, (laughs) first of all, she's having a mental breakdown. Yeah. And she's like, don't take this the wrong way. But the girls were talking, and they feel like for some reason you're holding back. And Bartlett is like too stunned to speak. Yeah. They've really been psychoanalyzing her. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We feel like you have mommy issues. (laughs) There's something in your past that's uh, preventing you from being vulnerable with us in the present. (laughs) But we go to our next scene. Chewie is driving Daisy to school so that she can pick up her backpack that she left behind. Uh, It's a week. It's like a Saturday or something. And she grabs it from her locker and – Chewie asks Daisy if she's going to treat them to burgers. I'm like, excuse me, you're the one with a job, Chewie. What are you talking (laughs) about? Um, But that's when Daisy hears some music playing. Oh. So she walks over to the gym and opens the door. And we see Miss Bartlett performing her jazzercise best. Uh, performing her little heart out. I think she out. did good. I think she did <laughs> no, like, good. No, she's, she's executing the moves for sure. Like Susan yeah. Egan obviously is a great dancer, but the routine that they're having her do, I'm just like, <laughs> what is this like 80s jazzercise? It's reminiscent of like um, that viral video, like, like a YouTube video is like, you want to know hip hop? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so they they've given her some interesting choreo to work with. I do love her mm-hmm. little her little like dancer fit that she has on though. Oh yeah, the like Leo with the baggy pants. Yeah, yeah. Very cute. But she's just kind of living her best life in the gym, working on some choreo. And Daisy is stunned. She once again storms out, and Chewie is like who is that? And she says, that's our dance team teacher. 
And he says, wow, she's really good. And Daisy – I think she's – I think he says that she's hot. Yeah. And Daisy's like, yeah, well, she never even gave us the slightest clue that she could dance. I'm like, you had a clue. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you just didn't, didn't see her. Did Esmeralda not tell them that she went to Juilliard? Like, I feel like they would all know that. I don't know. There's a lot of holes in the plot here. But anyways. Yeah. They get in the car to leave and we see – Bartlett, like, finish out her choreo and then just immediately break down sobbing on the ground. Yeah. And we've all been there. It's relatable. (laughs) Yeah. So, the next day in the cafeteria, Bartlett approaches Daisy and she's like, hey, can I talk to you about dance team? And at first she's like, silent. Uh, But she does go and talk to her. And Bartlett asks her to rejoin the team, and Daisy's like, you want me to make an idiot of myself in front of five or six more schools? I'm like, no one is good at their first competition. Yeah. And Bartlett is like, you have the potential to be great. But Daisy's like, I only joined to get out of detention. And she's like, the dance team deserves someone with your strengths. And she's like, yeah, that's what they have you for. Oh, but you only dance when no one's looking. And I'm like, you're a savage, Daisy. Yeah. Like, brutal. So she reveals that she saw Bartlett in the gym on Saturday. And she's like, it stinks that you've been holding out on us. But Bartlett's like, I haven't danced in a long time. <laughs> There's a lot you don't know or understand. <laughs> and Daisy, and honestly, she's quick with the comeback. Yeah. She's like, whose fault is that? She just like and jab, jab, jab at every opportunity. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. But Bartlett says, and I think this is clever of her, she goes, everyone deserves a second chance. Mm. So the bell rings and Daisy leaves. So we go to practice. Bartlett tells the ladies, Rolling Hills is over and we're starting from scratch. And Yoli asks if they're actually going to dance today. And Bartlett says they are, but they're going to have to practice rhythm first. She's going to break it down Mm. into an eight count. She's like, a five, six, seven, eight. And (laughs) (laughs) a five, six, seven, eight. And just hands. (laughs) A one, two, three. Pop, bing, 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 bing. (laughs) (laughs) And a five, six, seven, eight. We uh, we took a flamenco class and Jesus <laughs> the teacher would literally like when teaching us the choreo. She didn't really speak a lot of English. When counting, she would. Just I think use, she spoke more than she even I, let on. I do think she spoke more than she let on, but um, she, <laughs> she would want to talk <laughs> to us. She did um, when counting and stuff. Would just throw in sounds, which would be like one, two, bada bada, bing bing, boom, ba, ticket da. Like, that's what the count sounded like exactly. (laughs) I I do remember a lot of her going like, ta ta ticka ticka ta ta. Yeah. Like, that is how she would teach us the choreo. (laughs) With her, like, incredibly handsome husband. Oh my God. And he was so nice. (laughs) And he was so nice. (laughs) And she would just incredibly, like, tight and fit. Mm hmm. Um, the smallest woman would, you've ever seen. Right. With the meanest 
grimace you've ever seen and also the the heaviest smoker you've yeah, ever the, met the most gravelly smoker voice you've ever heard. yeah this woman blast her soul like has she she performs to yeah, this day yeah. like she's an incredible incredible dancer yeah and she would be like all right re- smoke break like yeah <laughs> you have three minutes i'm gonna go take a smoke yeah literally run downstairs okay <laughs> come back up and be like bada bada bing bing Oh my gosh. Oh, what a time. She scared me. She scared me. Oh, I was like, for sure. my grandma is in the room with us now. <laughs> and it's the smallest little smoking flamenco dancer you've ever witnessed in your life. Yeah. Oh, so, anyways, we get back to this less intense dance practice. She, mm-hmm. you know, gets the ladies up, they do some isolations, they do stretches, and as they're finishing up, Daisy walks in and Bartlett's like, wow, I'm glad you decided to rejoin us. And she puts on a track and she's like, okay, now we're finally going to dance. Let me show, let me show you a little something I threw together. Just threw it together. Yeah. And she goes, bada, bada, bing, bing. And <laughs> does a whole little combination yeah. for them. She starts out, she's like, just kind of like going side to side, like step two, three, four, step two. And then she's like, spin around, flutter, kick your leg really high. Step all shimmy, change. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> so the girls are stunned, shocked, amazed, and they run up to her cheering and give her a big old group hug. Aw, they're all friends now. It's very cute. Yes, and so now we now everyone's in it. They're invested. They are a unit. Mm-hmm. And now we get the montage of them rehearsing. They're like, da 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 And they're like shaking their pom-poms and like, mm, ah. They're grapevining all over the place. Everywhere. <laughs> After class, the bell rings and Yoli and Esmeralda get up and they're like, Miss Bartlett, have you considered letting us go to the Hamilton meet? And she's like, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Not a stitch. And they're like, we've been working really hard. We want to compete. And Bartlett's like, I don't want to get your hopes up until I feel like you could really, really deliver. It's important to get that competition experience, even if you're not winning, just to, you know, perform in front of a live audience. Very valuable. Yeah, that's a part of the rehearsal. That's a part of the training. Yeah. Because yeah. you can, like, nail it all you want in rehearsal, but once you're up on that stage in those lights for that crowd, it's a whole yeah. different story. So we go to lunch, and Esmeralda breaks the news to the group that Bartlett said no about the Hamilton meet. And Yolanda's like, um, why don't we just go on our own? Like, <laughs> um, because you're 13. Yep. Yep. And Esmeralda is like, well, I do know where the registration forms are. And Alyssa asks, yeah, but how would we get there? Because we're 13. <laughs> and Daisy says, don't worry. My grown up dropout boyfriend can drive us. He can get his boys. They'll pull through. We're fine. Alyssa, She's like, Chewie and his boys can drive us. Yeah, no worries. His boys are like... <laughs> 25. Yeah. <laughs> Alyssa's like, yeah, my parents are not going to go for that. But Yolanda's mm-hmm. like, why don't you just not tell them? <laughs> <laughs> Figured it out. Yeah. 
She's like, yeah, I think it'd be easier to just convince Bartlett to let us go. But Daisy asks how, and Esmeralda says, well, I have an idea. Mm. So we go to the principal's office. Alyssa comes in, and Miss Kim, who seems to be the only secretary in the entire school, right, is there. She's like, where's Miss Bartlett's mailbox? I have a note for her. And while Miss Kim is distracted, Esmeralda goes into the announcement room and pops a cassette into the player and she puts it next to the mic and then locks the door behind her and throws out the key, <laughs> just like drops it in the bin. Yeah. And they leave and they're like, okay, this is our plan. <laughs> wow. True criminal masterminds over here. And I'm like, y'all didn't have cameras in a school back then. <laughs> True. <laughs> So at lunch, the music plays, the girls come out with their pom-poms, and they put on a little show. Meanwhile, of course, Mr. Zavala stomps into the office and is like, who put that music on? Where's that racket? Mr. Zavala's like 50. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do him dirty like that. (laughs) He's not 80 years old. (laughs) But Ms. Kim is trying to, you know, get to the PA system. Obviously, the key, gone. Right. So Zavala is absolutely livid, goes up to Miss Bartlett and asks her what's going on. And she's like, I think the girls are trying to get me to let them compete again. So after they finish their routine, Zavala asks Bartlett what her opinion is. Because obviously, like, the crowd is into it. The girls did a great job. Like, Yeah, he's kind of actually, like, on the girls' side because he feels like they've been working hard. For sure. So he's like, okay, what do you think now? And she says... They shouldn't be considered for anything until they learn to respect their coach. So now it's an ego game. Right. So the girls hit the locker room after the performance, and Bartlett is waiting for them. She's like, I can't believe you would pull a stunt like this that reflects poorly on me and the team. And Daisy's like, everyone loved it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? And she's like, So is Hamilton out? And Bartlett's like, it's always been out. And you refuse to listen to me. And Daisy's like, what are you afraid of? The back talk. My God. Yeah. And Bartlett tells her, the only explanation I owe you is that you're not going to Hamilton because I say we're not. And she's like, by the way, Mr. Zavala finally found the old uniforms. And she shows them the musty ass, dusty ass box. Mm -hmm. Of crappy old nylon uniforms. Yeah. So the girls are fixing up the uniforms at Alyssa's house. Surely, you know, filled with dust mites. And (laughs) they decide to not only fix up the uniforms, but make them a little cuter. They add some like trim and sparkles, spice them up a little bit. Daisy is still extremely pissed off about Bartlett not letting them do the meet. And Esmeralda speculates that, like, the idea of them performing poorly is what is freaking Bartlett out. Mm. So Yolanda's like, well, if she's waiting for us to be perfect, she shouldn't hold her breath. And Daisy's like, you know what? Let's just go. Let's go to Hamilton without Bartlett and kick it up. Title of the movie. In the movie. Love. So we certainly do go to Hamilton. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And the girls arrive chauffeured by Chewy and his friends. But when they get to registration, the lady's like, okay, so um, your coach just needs to sign in. And uh, of course, it's up to Daisy to lie. Mm. And she's like, um, well, we got lost getting here. And Bartlett is in the little girl's room. And she asked me to sign in for us. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and the registration's like, okay. <laughs> so that is literally a non-issue. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the girls have arrived five minutes before they have to go on stage. Sure. Like, what? So Yolanda's like, guys, nobody's here to start a music. And I'm like, are you telling me they wouldn't start it for you? Like, yeah. you just asked? That's an insane convention that they're like, only the coach can press play. The sound okay. system guy standing right next to them could not possibly press play. Yeah, what the hell? So Daisy spots Chewy and ropes him in. And she's like, please, can you, like, play this track? And he's like, um, track six. She's like, track three, Chewy, track three. And he's like, I'm just messing with you. And she's like, well, don't. Please. <laughs> she's like, I'm serious career woman right now, okay? Yeah, I'm girl bossing, mm-hmm. okay? And then the girls, this is like how we know they're professional now. They do like mm-hmm. a good luck cheer for the school that went before them. Yeah. Meanwhile... Alyssa is rubbing Vaseline on everyone's teeth. Teeth. <laughs> on their tooths. On their toothes. <laughs> on their chompers. Yeah. On their big old chompy chomps. <laughs> and I guess this is, she says it's like to smile. Um, but I noticed that you said it's also to stop lipstick from rubbing off. Yes, that is why beauty queens do it. The Vaseline wow. on the teeth so it stops any lipstick transfer. I've never had an issue with lipstick on my teeth. No, I just have an issue of my lipstick. Maybe I'm just buying the wrong lipsticks. I don't know. But they never stay. I feel like I'm constantly reapplying. Oh, same. So I'm like, what's the point of even wearing it? And I do this sometimes because I forget. But, like, I will put on a whole face of makeup. Yeah. And the thought of putting something on my lips when I know I'm going to be having a beverage – I want to, like, kiss my boyfriend. (laughs) I want to, I don't know, not have my hair stuck in my mouth. Like, I'm just, like, I don't want to put a lip on. Right. See, my issue is is I love the look of a a matte lip, but I can't really do matte lipsticks because I just feel my lips get so dry. And that's the worst when you see a dry, crusty lip with, like, matte lipstick on it. So... I'm not really yeah, like a gloss girl. I hear you. I've been going – I usually go for like a tinted balm kind of situation, mm-hmm, something that I mm-hmm. did buy recently. Um, another, a great sponsorship. Would love to have uh, Clinique if you want to sponsor us. Uh, I did just buy your Black Honey Almost Lipstick, and Ooh. it is a very flattering shade. I do love it. And it's more of like a tinted balm kind of look. So mm-hmm. when it fades, at least it looks like – natural and then i can just do a quick little swipe and it's back on and it feels moisturizing still so that's what i've been trying to go for but i just find that i'm always reapplying i have seen a lot of like lip oils like the dior lip oil is like really in right now yeah um i would try that but i I honestly i love a matte lip yeah but 
again, I just hate like I hate being beholden to the makeup on my face. Right. I, I don't really even like putting on makeup. Yeah. But I'll do it if I'm like if I know I'm gonna take pictures. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do have a trick for a matte lip. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll work for you because everyone's different, but um what I do is I always put a scrub on. Like yeah. before I do my makeup, I'll do a scrub and then I will put um uh like more of like a creamy lip balm on, mm. like something that's not super waxy. Yeah. Do my makeup and then wipe it off and then put on the matte. Mm. Yeah, that that could work. That could work. I thought like my lip balm of choice is Vaseline. It works the mm-hmm. best for me. It's like keeps my lips soft. Uh, so I'll usually like – I'll always put that on before I go to bed – if I know I'm going to be doing a lipstick or whatever, I'll keep it on for like a while while I'm doing other things and then I'll wipe it off and then do the yeah, lipstick that's and smart. it's fine. Um, but yeah, I find also that now I'm like, there's so many tangents I could go off into talking about <laughs> literally like color theory, blah, blah, blah. But if anyone has any lips, you know, suggestions, any products that they want to plug, let us know. Because I'm yes. always I'm always on the hunt for a good lip product. I am I, I I will make this literally 30 seconds, I promise, and we'll <laughs> go back to the movie. I am trying to like like I feel like that I got a couple products recently, and by a couple I mean like I literally got like three or four things and mm. Sephora goes, um, that's a million dollars. Right. So I'm like trying to just have like a simple but flattering makeup routine. Yeah. Because I feel like for a long time I was stuck in like the like baddie makeup zone where I'd have like a whole cat eye and I'd have like a big matte lip with lip right. liner. Like I just am trying to like You were You were live. a Kylie lip kit girly. I, I would wait for the drops online mm-hmm. for the Kylie lip kit, everyone. Yeah. That yeah. is a fact and, <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy times. Yeah. And now I'm like zero waste girly. Yeah. The people are saying 2016 makeup is coming back. The full That's beat terrifying. is coming back. That's literally terrifying. <laughs> I was – I never really like partook in it mostly because I'm not very like skilled with eyeshadow. Um, yeah. I mean – But I, I do think it's fun. Like I think that the, the 2016 full glam was very like fun and bold whereas it now it's, it's all like – no makeup, makeup, like don't even look like you have yeah. a stitch on, but you spent like an hour doing it. I'm like, that's not fun. <laughs> I I honestly prefer that. But what I do, what I do actually really like is like makeup that makes me look like I'm cold. Mm. Yeah. Where it's like very blushy. Right. Very yeah. blushy. Like I already have a pale face. So just a little like some eyeliner, mascara, uh, like brownish reddish mm. eyeshadow and then like i'm like glossier blush yeah, yeah. on the nose always, hit, always the tip in the, the nose, nose. yeah <laughs> olivia rodrigo looks like she has a cold all the time every day yeah because she puts blush on her little nose and she there looks like go. a reindeer yeah <laughs> and everyone loves her <sighs> yeah indie sleaze is coming back too i don't know if you've been mm. seeing oh i i have i yeah. have those that was my time. Those were my days. Those were your guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Literally read an article about it and it had like 
One Direction was yeah. one of the photos. Yeah. Absolutely. I've been seeing uh, a lot of One Direction stuff actually lately on Twitter because uh, Story of My Life, that music video just hit a billion views on YouTube Whoa. and it's like their third video to do that. Also, Zayn was just at Paris Fashion Week and there's been a lot of Zayn content and he's like rarely seen. He's always like off the grid so people are very excited about that and um yeah i've been seeing people just like reminiscing on what it was like to be a teenager and a fan of one direction and every day i'm grateful that i was a teenager in the time of one direction because (laughs) let me tell you it was a freaking blast anyways i guess we should get back to this movie wrap her up (laughs) (sighs) so yes that is the whole vaseline teeth situation So Daisy (laughs) helps Esmeralda with her hair, and she thanks her for handing in the registration form and getting them there. The girls do a final huddle up. Daisy says Bartlett taught them the moves and got them acting like a team. They can do this. And I think this is when they start the whole, like, si se puede thing, like, starts here? Mm. Somewhere around this point in the movie. Damn, I didn't write down when it happens, but, like, there's a conversation with uh, Bartlett. Someone's talking to Bartlett, and it might be Marisol. She's like, "See, sip with it. Like, yes, I can." Like, yeah. Well, her and Daisy have that conversation later, but I think this is when like the team starts using it as their yeah. their like, slogan motto. Yeah. So the girls run up on stage for their performance. They're super hyped. Daisy gives Chewie the signal to start the song. He does play the correct track, which I totally thought they were leading us to him not playing the right track. But (laughs) they do a great job. Everybody is really into their performances. The judges seem very impressed. Like the crowd is roaring. They get a standing ovation. So like truly couldn't have gone any better. After the performance, the girls rush off stage and one of the judges actually pulls Daisy aside and tells her how impressive that performance was and introduces herself as the dean of a performing arts high school. Ah, and she tells Daisy that she has a charisma and ease on stage and asks if she'd be interested in attending her academy next year. So, very big deal. Daisy is initially really excited, but then says that her mom wouldn't be able to afford it. But the dean says that they have scholarships and, you know... If it's something that she truly wants, there's a million ways to work it out. And she gives her her card. Wow. She's getting recruited. So the girls arrive back at school and they hop off the bus. The girls get dropped off back at school. All the cars like line up in the circle, (laughs) the little circle. (laughs) And uh, they got third place. Yeah. But who's here? Alyssa's parents. Not great. Rut row. So, of course, they have a million questions. They're like, where the hell is your coach? Why aren't you on a school bus? Who are these boys? My parents would be so mad. Oh, my God. I'd be killed. (laughs) (laughs) I would be murdered. (laughs) And her dad's like, we are going to tell Zavala about this, like, right now. And at this point, Josh was like – they're going to fucking tell. Yeah. <laughs> snitches? Snitches get stitches. Yeah. 
And I'm like, isn't the usually like the principal is the one that tells the parents and then the parents punish the child? Like, why are we telling the – I don't know. Right. Like, what are we gaining? Yeah. You know? You're just getting your child in trouble on record. And if you want her to get into a good college, right. you don't want that infraction on her record now, do you? No. But anyways. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So Esmeralda gets home to her parents being very upset that she was out so late. And she's like, well, we got third place. We had to stay for the award ceremony. And they're like, but you were supposed to babysit your little brother tonight. Bro. Plus, you have to make him dinner and clean your room. You know, maybe this dance team is a bad idea. That's the part that made me mad because it's like yeah. an extracurricular activity. And they're like, um, but you aren't keeping up with your chores. But they quickly redeem themselves. Yeah, like, it's not even just like her chores, but like parenting her little brother. And I'm like, but isn't that your job as the parent? I don't know. But, you know, Esmeralda says to her parents, she's like, well, whenever mom has to be at work, I do all the chores. Like, why can't I just have one thing for me? I was really mm -hmm. happy today, and nothing that you do is going to take that away from me. So Aww. she walks off, and her mom sighs and is like, well, she did win. Yeah. And I get it. Like, if you are in a household where, you know, your parents can't just be like, yeah, we have, like, a, a full-time nanny or, yeah. like, someone to – or, yeah. like, there's a stay-at-home parent or whatever. It may right. Be. Yeah. Like, of course, people have to pitch in. It's a team effort. Mm -hmm. But also, she is still a child herself. Right. Of course. And she needs the things that, like, enrich her and, like, make her feel like a human. Yeah. Um. So then we bounce back to Miss Bartlett. And Daisy shows up at Bartlett's house. Bartlett's like, I already got the call from Melissa's parents. And she starts going off on Daisy about what an awful position they put her in, how they defied her wishes, and now Alyssa's parents think she's completely incompetent. And Daisy's like, I'm sorry, you know, we messed up. We just had to get back in the competition, and we got third place. But Bartlett's like, that's besides the point. I can't be our coach if I don't have your respect and trust. And Daisy's like, Nobody feels like you believe in us. Oof. Yeah. So Bartlett takes a step back. <laughs> yes, she dramatically takes a pause and says, Ever since I was four, all I wanted to do was dance. I took lessons and I got a lot of positive feedback, but whenever I performed for my parents, all they could say was, Good but do better. Don't settle for good. We expect you to be the very best. So she worked even harder and she got into Juilliard, but she only made it two weeks. Mm -hmm. <gasps> she says that she was good, but not great. And when she saw the other students and their passion and technique, she freaked out and felt like a fraud. And I'm like, been there, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Me, my luckily, first week of NYU, I was like, what am I doing here? Luckily, with acting, it is more subjective than yes. Dance, yeah. But it is def – I've felt that way before. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she left Juilliard. She went back home for college, got an internet job, 
and <laughs> ended up at Marshall when her dot com company folded. Again, hysterical. That's that. That's how we used to refer to tech jobs. Got a job on the web. Mm, on the the World Wide Web. She says that being at that competition made her feel like she had failed them. And she didn't want them to compete again because she couldn't handle it. Not them. Daisy says, well, it was your routine that got us that trophy today. And we can't do this without you. And we want to keep going and make it to regionals. And then she tells her, si se puede. It's their team chant. And it means, yes, we can. Ah, love. So what happens? Bartlett goes to Alyssa's parents and explains the situation. And she says that she didn't show as much faith in the team as they deserved. And says that Alyssa's a great girl and the dance team has been really good for her. And Alyssa's dad's like, yeah, she actually has friends now. And they kind of realize that the dance team is a good thing. And it would only be detrimental to... Put a damper on that. Right. So they both agree not to tell the principal. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Seems like it, it was good that you just kind of talked it out. Mm-hmm. So Bartlett thanks them and assures them that from this point on, every rule will be followed. It was surprising to me to kind of see this like arc to Bartlett. I feel like we don't often in kids movies see a lot of like development or humanity for teacher characters i feel like in kids movies teachers are either more background or they're like shown as incompetent like a lot of yeah adults in kids movies are shown as incompetent um i feel like all the teachers like i'm thinking of clueless yeah the teachers are meant to be like very much um maladjusted yeah yeah, or like weirdos. Mm-hmm. So to see this whole like backstory, you know, experience that Bartlett has had um, was surprising to me. But I I liked it in part, but I was also like, damn, this is so much about her ego. And I'm like, let's get back to the girls. Well, I did like, though, that instead of <sighs> – Instead of it just being like, oh, this white lady comes in and she like reinvigorates the dance team, it's also like she is battling her own personal demons and it doesn't have so much to do with race. Like there aren't moments where she's like, I really like you guys didn't have a future before and now you do. It's more of just like a confidence boost. Yeah. Like the, the dance team is only really changing Daisy's life. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, as a whole, it's important in these w- girls' lives. Yeah, just for like, you know, feeling like a part of a team, feeling like having a sense of structure and community. Yeah. yeah. So I did appreciate like her not just being like, "I need to be here." Like these girls need me. She's yeah. kind of like, "Well, I need them to." Right. That's how it felt, like, that she needs them. So I appreciated that. Yeah. So after this, you know, whole issue is settled away, we get another montage of the girls 
continuing to rehearse. They are participating in different meets in the county. And we also see that Bartlett's students are actually listening to her because she's making learning fun. She's doing some, like, games in her biology class. So everything's looking up. Then one day, Bartlett calls Daisy into her classroom and is like, hey, why didn't you tell me that you got an offer for the performing arts school? Like, that's incredible. And Daisy says, ah, it's way across town. It's just going to be a bunch of stuck up rich kids. How am I supposed to fit in? But Bartlett asks her what happened to Si Se Puede. And Daisy says, well, Chewie thinks it's a stupid idea. Plus, he's already annoyed that I'm spending so much time on dance. And he thinks I'm being set up for something that I can never achieve. I did not like that. I did not like that one bit. And my next note is literally, girl, dump this loser. Because he's acting like a loser. So Bartlett asks what grade he's in. And when she hears that he's a dropout who works at a mechanic shop, she's like, well, it sounds like his future has been decided for him. Is that something that you want? Like your future to be decided for you? Mm -hmm. And she tells Daisy that this is the time that she should be following her dream. Don't make the same mistake that she did. Wow. I really appreciated that conversation because I feel like (laughs) <laughs> like she did drop out of high school but but she doesn't really harp on that she more yeah. so says like well he made his decision right. and his future seems to be decided for him like you know he's working now he's in the workforce like yeah. that's you know what he, what he'll be doing right and but she's like do you want to have your future already set out for you yeah. when there's an opportunity for you to do something you love mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just appreciated the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, there are so many things that make this movie good that they then, when they made later Disney Channel original movies, they were like, well, we don't need those realistic, like, no. intimate moments. <laughs> yeah. Because this movie, yeah, it feels very grounded. And we've, like, talked about this in in other episodes when we're talking about these older decoms that, yeah, they can have some elements to them that are a little bit, you know, dramatized or out of the realm of reality, but ultimately they do feel like real stories and they feel like real people and stuff that's being made now. It's like, and then this person becomes famous or, you know, right. It's, right. It's just like, not, <sighs> I don't know. They're they're forsaking like the the gold of vulnerability that we see in these older decoms. Yeah, or just like the relatability mm-hmm. of being a teenage girl. Yeah. <laughs> like not being the newest like the president well, the president's daughter is like a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. But like I don't know, I just felt like the movies used to be really grounded and now they just feel so spectacular and and everyone lives in like this amazing house yeah and they meet like a famous actor and then mm. like sometimes you just want to like Gilmore Girls is a great example of right average girl in an average town mm-hmm. and of course something happens because otherwise it wouldn't be a show but right yeah. Yeah. I just feel like they got so unrelatable. Yeah, definitely. So we go to the next competition 
and the girls came in second. They're extremely excited. That means they're going to regionals in San Diego. And Daisy, they're back at school. So Daisy goes over to Chewy because he's there to pick her up. He is uh, not happy mm-hmm. or supportive of them making it to the regionals. And he's like, I'm sick of this. You never have time for me anymore. And she's like, dance has finally given me a chance to do something with my life. And he's like, what about our life? What about our plans? And Crazy thing to say to a 13-year-old. But she does. <laughs> she's like, I'm just a kid. Yeah. I don't want to be all settled. Yeah. And I'm like, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> and he says, she's going to go to that snotty school. This was, this was mean. Yeah. He says, you're going to go to that snotty school. They'll chew you up and spit you out and you'll come crawling back to me. But I won't be waiting for you. <sighs> My God. Mm-hmm. And Daisy is like – and this is a great performance she, yeah, she, by Daisy. She uh, does amazing, honestly. Yeah. Daisy – well, she tells him what Bartlett said about quitting Juilliard. And she's like, she wonders every day, every day what might have happened if she stuck it out. I don't want to wonder. I want to know. Oh. Yeah. Her delivery yeah. is impeccable. Yeah. And he's like, well, good for you. And gets in his car, drives away. Yeah, this, like, very heated emotional moment I feel like would fit in so well with a, like, grittier high school telling of this story. Yeah, I kind of want a sequel. Yeah. But I know that it'll be bad if they yeah, make it Yeah, it now. would be bad. <laughs> but, yeah, just because I feel like the stakes would also feel higher if she was a little bit older and actually closer to, like, making these life choices. Like, if she was being scouted for, yeah. like, a – dance bfa program and that would potentially take her out of state or even like to a different city or whatever those stakes would feel higher than just like her going to a one day competition event and potentially a high school in the same town yeah but overall yeah i think like the stakes are pretty the stakes are in the big picture, yeah, kind of low, but to the girls, they yeah. feel really high, which I can, like everything right. in ninth grade feels high pressure, high stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like that it wasn't so gritty that it was like, okay, now you're going like Degrassi, right? <laughs> we are still on the Disney Channel after all, um, right, right, right. But yeah, I again I was I was surprised by the like maturity and like darker tone of this conversation in a Disney movie. Um especially like in a relationship, I feel like we don't see a lot of like obviously we don't see a lot of depth to most of the romantic relationships in DCOMs. Um so like seeing oh, a, no. a couple like actually <laughs> have a fight in a DCOM was it was just it really caught me off guard. I was surprised by it. I mean, there are a couple of things. Like, I just – it would be so cool if we had, like, a film series or, like, got to know more. Because, like, I want to know more about Esmeralda yeah. and her role as, like, a caretaker in the house. And I want to know more about Daisy's home life and, like – Yeah. We don't even know Yolanda. Like, we don't know anything about her. I want to know, like, Mary Soul, like, being a recent immigrant mm-hmm. and, like – 
I have so yeah. many questions. I feel like this could have definitely been a series for sure. Oh, yeah. So we then go to Principal Zavala's office and he tells Bartlett the bad news that the girls actually can't go to regionals in San Diego because there's no money in the budget for that. Ooh. And she's like, well, how much could it possibly cost? We just need a bus. And he's like, well, since San Diego is out of our district, we'll have to get a liability rider plus like this special type of bus, blah, 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 like this, this, and this, and this. And she asks why this wasn't put into the budget from the start. And he's like, well, this is like the first time that they've even come close to being in regionals. Like, I don't know where I'm going to get my hands on $1,200. So at practice, the girls talk about raising the money themselves. They're like brainstorming, a car wash, a block party. Um, but they also have to come up with a new routine. And Bartlett, her this is like very much in that vein of yeah. like white savior complex. She's like, I was thinking, why don't we um take advantage of your backgrounds and like do something really creative? And then we get like some girls showing off the merengue, some cha cha. Um, Marisol does a move called the washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the star dancer Daisy is like – Bartlett's like, Daisy, like, show me what you're – like, put this stuff together. And she's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and she does a little yeah. choreo. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's great that these different styles of dance are incorporated into their routine. That makes, like, all the sense in the world to me. Why don't you just have one of the girls suggest it instead of being like, well, this white lady is going to come in and <laughs> – yeah. She's like, I've learned so much from yeah. your cultures being here. Yeah, like it, you could have had Yolanda be like, hey, Miss Bartlett, I was thinking, what if we incorporated some Latin dance moves into our routine? I feel like that just would have sat better. Yeah. So after this rehearsal, Bartlett is out for a little afternoon jog when who is waiting outside of her house but one of her old co-workers from her dot-com job. So she invites him in, and he says he was talking to one of their contacts, Bob, you know, from back in the day. He's now huge on the web, and he's created a new company. It's a lifestyle website for young girls. And I'm like, did I was like, Cosmo.com? Tumblr? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Did he invent? Yeah, I'm Pinterest? like, what is this lifestyle website for the girlies? Did he invent um, J14? Yeah, because like the websites that I was on, I guess like elementary, middle school, I was definitely, you know, I've talked about this before. I was on Stardoll for sure. Uh, I mm -hmm. loved to be playing the Mycene web games on the Barbie website. I was a big fan of those. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, trying to think what else I was doing. I was on like Disney.com, dude, playing. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I was playing the Lizzie McGuire games, the Raven, mm -hmm. the That's So Raven games, like even Stevens, yeah. whatever. Kim Possible had a game on there. Yeah. Um, but when I heard <laughs> the way that he says it too, he's like, it's going to be like a site. And it's going to have links to all the best music and and clothes and beauty stuff. Like, links. Like, he's talking about yeah. <laughs> a site that has links. 
Yeah. <laughs> like not even articles or like no. it's he's not even like it's like a magazine, but online. He's like he's he's it's basically like Jeeves. it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a tw- a curated Twitter thread. Right. And that's right. it. <laughs> like Dude, if they could see a, a website now, it would blow their fucking minds. Yeah. If only Miss Bartlett knew what dot-com jobs were looking like these days. Yeah, she would have stayed in the biz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we're making this uh, <laughs> this teen girl coded Ask Jeeves, and we're looking for a new head of marketing, and I put your name forward. And she's very flattered, but says, you know, I'm finally hitting my stride with this teaching thing. And he's like, how much do you make? Like, you're not supposed to ask that, buddy. And she says, I make enough, you know, if I never want to take a vacation again. And he's like, well, Bob is willing to at least double your current salary. Wow. Because your students are his core demographic. And, you know, they even have an office in London. I know how much you love London. (laughs) And he asks what it can hurt to just take an interview. So she's like, I guess it couldn't hurt. All right. Yeah. So we go back to school and we find out. Um, Miss Yolanda America Ferreira is not mm. doing so hot in math, and the girls are worried yeah. that if her grades slip too much, Zavala will take her off the dance team. So Esmeralda's like, listen, let's talk to Bartlett. Maybe she can pull some strings. And Marisol then comes up, and she's like, I overheard Bartlett on the phone talking about a new job and they're like maybe you misheard and she's like my english might not be so good but my ears are fine and i was like yeah she's right (laughs) yep absolutely we go to the gym daisy is pissed as fuck like screaming about how they were just (laughs) a paycheck between jobs to bartlett like we never should have trusted her and bartlett comes over and is like um what's up like what's going on here because everybody's screaming and daisy goes right for the jugular and goes yeah once a quitter always a quitter jesus yeah and esmeralda explains that they know about her job interview and bartlett is like yes it's true they gave me a very generous offer and they asked me to start on monday but i turned it down we're a team And who's who's look who's so quiet all of a sudden, Daisy? Mm. Anything, anything to add? She's to like, that? what could you possibly have to say? Like, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> she's ready to tear her down. Mm-hmm. So once that's all settled <laughs> and the girls are feeling fine and dandy again, Yolanda's like, oh, by the way, I got some bad news about my math grades right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Bartlett asks Zavala to consider the dance team car wash as a big extra credit project for Yolanda. She can be in charge of all the money. She'll check her calculations. And I'm like, so all, all she needs to boost her grade is to count some money and add it up? Yeah, just do some addition. Right, 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 right. I'm like, huh? But I wish that my ninth grade math was that easy. I would have done a lot better. Right. 
So Zavala agrees, but says if Yolanda doesn't deliver accurate numbers, then she is off the dance team. And he tells Bartlett he likes her optimism. Again, the people are asking, where's the love story? <laughs> Just seems weird that it isn't in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curious. But the team goes ahead with their car wash slash block party. Um, it is truly bumping. Like, people have showed up and showed out for this block party. There's a barbecue going. Like, people are selling all kinds of stuff. Uh, Yolanda goes around to the various sellers collecting their money. There's food. There's flowers. There's car washing. <laughs> and Yolanda counts up all the cash. They're close to their goal, but they still need another $100 for their uniforms. And just like that, who shows up? Chewy <gasps> Demachina with <laughs> a whole fleet of cars. So he tells Daisy that he heard they needed some help. So he brought over all the cars from the shop. Wow. So nine cars and a van. How much is that going to cost us? And Daisy says, $85. I'm like, I would have lied and said 150 But Yolanda's like, oh, that still leaves us $15 short. So Chewy is like, don't worry. I got it. He tops it up so they can meet their goal. Daisy appreciates this gesture. All is forgiven. And like, personally, I would have needed an actual apology for the things that he said to, to her. But uh it's a 90-minute movie. I can't ask for too much. Nothing can be perfect. <laughs> yeah. But they hug. It's all good. They're, like, now yeah. back together. Yay, teenage love. <laughs> yeah. So finally, finally, we are at regionals, and the excitement and hairspray are in the air. <laughs> so the Marshall dance team walks up in their new uniforms, looking great, looking amazing, sweetie. Definitely reminded me of the William McKinley High Cheerios uniforms. Oh, 100%. It's like the same font and everything. Yeah. And Daisy is greeted by Miss Elliot, who says she was thrilled to get her application, and she can't wait to see her dance today. So the first team goes. They do like a very Rockette-style kick line. Uh, they're, They're bringing the lyrical... I don't know if lyrical is the right word, but they're doing a lot of turns. They're very flexible. Very theatrical. Yes, for sure. Then it's time for Marshall to perform. Um, But Daisy doesn't look so hot. She actually looks like she's going to vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's like a whole thing where they can't find the pom-poms and – The girls start searching while Daisy looks at Miss Elliot in the audience. She's like, I can't do this. But Bartlett reminds her of how good she is. But there's a big difference between being the best and being your best. And that's where you find your spirit. Bartlett tells Daisy that the first time she saw her dance, she had such joy and danced straight from her heart. And there's more value in that than having a thousand trophies. So forget about winning and forget about Miss Elliot and just remember why it is that you want to dance. 
Marisol somehow miraculously finally finds her pom-poms hidden behind some gym bags. Why Why did we include that, Christina asks, and I am wondering that as well. It's like the lowest stakes thing that they could pot. Like they throw it in there like, oh, no, they can't find their pom-poms. And I'm like, oh, they're going to have to go up there without their pom-poms and like still do their routine. <laughs> and they're, they'll like lose a couple points because right, they don't right. have their pom-poms. So they'll come in second. Like that's what I assume we were leading up to. But they're like, JK found them. They're right here. So J- JK, we got it. Don't worry. Yeah. They're like, we can't include Chewie apologizing. To- <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> But we have time for this. Right. But the girls go on stage and the music starts. Okay. But Daisy is frozen. Fuck. Guys, fuck. Okay. (laughs) I'm freaking out over here. And Yolanda's like, let's go. And Daisy like snaps out of it and she's like, boom. And they are finally in sync. They're doing the whole routine. Daisy does like a jump into a split and they like hold her legs and everyone's yeah. like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Bartlett's like, we didn't even rehearse that. And <laughs> everyone cheers. Miss Elliot smiles. She probably got in. And yeah. Chewy claps for his girl. Yeah. So after that, the girls are riding their performance high. They're gushing about like, oh my gosh, we could go to state and then nationals and then who knows, maybe even internationals. And Bartlett says, no matter what, they were amazing. And Esmeralda says, it's because they have an amazing coach. So Daisy raises her cup of Gatorade to Miss Bartlett, but Bartlett says, no, here's to you guys. And they all cheers. Aww. Daisy then goes up to Chewy and says she thought that he hated her dancing. And he says, no, I hated feeling like I was getting left behind. And I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of projection in that conversation for sure. But he's decided that he's going to go back to school. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Yeah, that was I, I really am glad that that's how they wrapped it all up yeah. for, for him. He's like, yeah, I want to see if I can do it. And I'm like, and as you should, like, yeah. if you are on the fence about going back to school, yeah, fucking go, dude. Like, because yeah. it's just exactly like that conversation that, like, I don't want to wonder, I want to know. Exactly. So. Yeah. So Daisy tells him that she's proud of him, and he says, I'm proud of you. And then... Daisy goes back and joins her team, and they, like, do a little choreo with Bartlett. They take their group pick, and they say, si se puede, and it's like, hooray, freeze frame. Marshall (laughs) Middle School finished in second place at the regional dance competition and went on to nationals. The end. Aw. Honestly, love. Honestly, love. Love slay. Slayed. <laughs> this movie slayed the boots house down. Um yeah. <laughs> the, the all the actors were great. Like I was like, this is a group of gals in ninth grade. Like yeah. they did look a little bit older. Specifically, Daisy looks like a 21-year-old woman. But right. I don't know if that's true or not. Okay, I don't know how mm-hmm. old she was. 
And I just love the plot of this movie. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. there are no holes in this for me. <laughs> I I think that there are like a couple of pacing issues because it did feel to me longer than 90 minutes, I will say. There's some parts where it drags a little bit. Um, but ultimately, I had a really good time. I thought, yeah, the performances were really great across the board. Yeah. And yeah, I re- I liked the emotional arc that we see to Miss Bartlett. I love Daisy's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I'm always such a sucker for movies about kids, like, discovering their love and passion for the arts. Ah! Always gets me. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, seeing her gain the confidence to – because obviously she's – we talked about how, like, she's a very confident person, but in, like, gaining the confidence to to dream bigger and reach beyond what she thinks her limits and her bounds are was, like, very inspiring and great to see and mm-hmm. something that I know if I lo- if I watched this when I was a kid, I would have absolutely loved it. Um so yeah, I think I think it's a really lovely gem in the crown in the you know the decom crown, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I obviously have like a sentimental attachment, but it is really from a time where Disney Channel original movies were about kids and about like <laughs> enjoying being a kid and like enjoying yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that there isn't so much like cell phone usage. Like I feel like a lot of the the movies that I see now that are like in that Disney Channel vein, it's like, and then online there's a video that he posted bullying me, yeah. and like it just feels so in like unpersonable. Yeah, and I also feel like maybe. People who are younger are more relate feel more relatable to that. Like whereas we feel because we didn't grow up with like having phones twenty four seven, right? Maybe that's why we. I feel at least more attuned to movies like this, but I don't know. It just feels so like genuine and mm-hmm. heartfelt, and like these girls are just like befriending each other when before they would have never hung out together and like they managed to form a team and really like come together and learn from each other and we don't talk about it as much like it's not blatant but like clearly daisy becomes a leader in the dance team and esmeralda learns to enjoy herself and not be as uptight Mm -hmm. like i don't really know what yolanda's kind of arc is yeah i feel yolanda is definitely she's it's interesting because she's one of the she's like the closest friend to daisy but also like one of the most underdeveloped characters Mm -hmm. i mean her and marisol kind of are yeah the sidelines yeah because like Alyssa, who you wouldn't necessarily think of as such an important character like she gets a lot of background development like we see her parents and her home life Mm -hmm. and how she like really didn't have any friends. She was just kind of a bookworm before joining this dance team. Whereas like Yolanda, yeah, she's Daisy's best friend and like she'll chime in here and there with a little quip and she obviously likes dance as well. Mm-hmm. But that's really all that we know about her. So I would have liked 
more development for her. Also because like I just always want more America Ferrera wherever yeah, I can get it. For sure. But yeah. But other than that. <laughs> yeah. Um and I concede to the points made about like Miss Bartlett being white and but I I I know that people won't agree, but I do think her storyline is more about her being like from a tech background and going into something she is less familiar with than it is about like her being white and coming in and like uplifting these like Latin women. Um, But, you know, every – to movie from the 2000s is not going to yeah. be like very diverse and like gender diverse and like there's so many things yeah that could be reflected right but for me mm. i am giving this movie a 10 <laughs> whoa oh my god that's just a little about me yeah um I like I don't have the the nostalgia connection to this movie. So unfortunately I can't I can't give it a 10, but I did enjoy it and it's definitely one that I will be rewatching. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a very lovely 8.5. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. yeah, very enjoyable. And if you'd like to partake in a little viewing yourself, you can do so on Disney Plus. Yes, in the US and Canada. Yeah. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode, including our many, many tangents and, yes. <laughs> and memories from from theater school. Memory all alone, yeah, alone in the moonlight. Talk about theater school, my yeah. God. Um, but if you want even more theatrics, we did Enchanted on Patreon this month, and that was also super fun. So definitely go check that out if you're interested. It is $5 a month. You get an extra bonus episode that is picked and voted for by the patrons. So feel free to check it out. Yes. And if you want more social media content, you love scrolling, you love being on your mm-hmm. phone, hey, check us out at Movies That Raised Us on Instagram. <laughs> Right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can also send us an email at movies that raised us at gmail.com. Yes, you can also follow us on TikTok at movies that raised us pod, and you can find us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. Yeah. And with that being said, I'm Mo. And I'm Christina, and our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.